You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Dhamini and you're listening to Gender Question. Here we will look at an issue that's in the news using the lens of gender. The idea is to take a blind spot and throw some light on it. What difference does it make if we are the best society or the richest society in the world yeah. and have the most outdated and regressive views on gender? Right. So can we really call us as modern then? On February 6th, the last day of a cultural festival taking place at Gargi, a women's college in Delhi University, dozens of men entered and allegedly harassed women inside the campus. According to multiple accounts, women were groped and assaulted, while security officials standing outside the college did nothing to check the influx of the mob. The matter was raised by the National Commission for Women it was even brought up in the parliament asilman jo ye ghatna ka zikr kar rahe hain jo sanjyan mein aaye hain wo chhatra nahi the kahin bahar ke log avaguse the wo bhi theek nahi hai isliye us college ke prashasan ko pucha gaya ki isme dhyan de that's our human resources development minister ramesh pokhrial speaking in the lok sabha soon after the incident the matter is currently being investigated by the Delhi police. Seventeen arrests have already been made, although the men are out on bail. What happened in Gargi College is symptomatic of a larger problem. At the heart of this incident is an irrefutable assumption on the part of the alleged offender. Their desire is more important than any claim a woman may have to her own body and her own space. And according to one report that tracked the attitude of over 6,000 young men and women last year, a large section of Indian youth operate from the same assumption. Sample some of the figures from the report titled Big Small Steps, What the Youth Think of Gender Equality. In all, there were 6,428 respondents. 3,364 out of them were men. 42.6% of the men felt that violence should be tolerated by women if it meant keeping the family together. 28% of the 3,064 women who formed part of this cohort agreed. 44.3% of men felt it was okay for a man to stalk a woman whom he is fond of. 27.8% of the women agreed. Remember that anecdote that our guest Jaya Sharma had shared of what one woman had said during a teacher's training workshop by Nirantar. Uh, we were doing a training with the teachers in uh, Rajasthan and uh, we had um, uh, shown them a documentary uh, film mm. uh, by Rahul uh, Roy mm. uh, set in a basti in Delhi mm. uh, called When Four Friends uh, Meet. Mm. Uh, jab char yaar milte hain. Okay, and, and this is a sexuality uh, it was, rights training. 
or, or what? Yeah, yeah. It was a sexuality training, hmm. and uh, so there was um, a scene in that uh, documentary hmm. where there's this young lad. You know, he's uh, uh, trying to uh, patao. You know, he's trying hmm. to basically make a move on this young woman, hmm. and she's uh, not interested, and she says no. and uh, tail between his legs he comes back to his uh, three uh, friends who kind of you know mock him and all of that and right so anyway the discussion after that uh, the women teachers were on one side the men teachers were on the other side hmm. and uh, so one of the men said yeah this happens and he said ki aurat ki na me to ha hoti hai well 41.4% men and 18.8% women felt that women who take sexual initiative are loose in character the report was brought out by akshara center for women a mumbai based not for profit that works for the empowerment of women and girls we spoke to nandita gandhi who is the co-founder of akshara center to understand why they did this report and what does it mean for a country such as ours which has the largest population of the youth in the world nandita has been part of the women's movement since the 1980s and she is a core member of the south asian network of gender trainers she joined us over a call from mumbai we have about 400 million youth in the age group 15 to 29 in our country and that's huge right like that's really huge that's huge globally yeah so we know that this new group this new generation is sometimes called gen x or millennials yeah and for us this generation is the post 1991 reforms which ushered in the globalization into india right so this group is very very distinctive and it is the post independence generation so it forms a chunk by itself and we thought it was worthwhile to go into how these people were thinking about about gender right? equality so we took up this we took up this uh, survey right now now what usually happens is that uh, we tend to <clears throat> all institutions and organizations tend to look at indicators like health or employment or education of youth yeah but we barely or rarely go into how progressive their thinking is So we thought we would fill in that notch, you know, that little gap that is there. Right. Because see, what difference does it make if we are the best society or the richest society in the world yeah. and have the most outdated and regressive views on gender? Right. Yeah. Can we really call ourselves modern then? Right. Yeah. So that was the reason why we took up this group of uh, people. Right. Um, now coming to what you asked, you know, how we did the survey. Yeah. So we chose six thousand young men and women, hmm. and we spread them out over four metros okay. and four cities. Hmm. Now the metros are big, and the cities are, yeah, like Nagpur, Nashik, etc. Okay. They're a little smaller, but they're still big. Okay. And we only chose urban youth because then to mix rural and urban, you know, you're losing some of your edge. Right. And we did it in four zones of the country: north, south, east, west. Right. So we covered a whole. This is it's a very scientific way of approaching on gathering opinions and attitudes of people right. that you cover as many in as big a range as possible. Right. And we asked them questions, as you mentioned, forty-one of them, hmm. but we divided them into domains. 
Each domain covers one aspect of gender equality. The report covered attitudes in six domains: one, social discrimination; two, masculinity; three, sexuality; four, violence against women; five, paid and unpaid work; and six, alternative sexuality. In the wake of the Gargi College incident, we asked Nandita, "What does the report say about attitudes towards masculinity in particular?" We have to bring masculinity on one side and aggression on the other side. Okay. So the concept of masculinity covers a whole load of things. But masculinity, in the very common way of using it in language, means maleness or manliness. Yeah, which is something to do with physical attributes. Right. like facial hair like muscles like the type of body you have you know broader shoulders and of course femininity is just the opposite of that so right. this is in common parlance right the concept of masculinity covers much more it covers even the uh, temperamental personality and other attributes like you know, being stoic mm. like being rational mm. like being more inclined towards science and machines and math and having more leadership qualities and all this is in the opposite form or opposite of what women are the women are weak non aggressive non rational very emotional not interested in science but art right so masculinity and femininity become two blocks which mm-hmm. we are looking at mm-hmm. concept wise but is this something yeah. that you see even today among the gender is this a kind of among the youth is this is this attitude still right different? right yeah so now this is the beauty of the concept But the concept exists, and what actually people behave or act out can be different, mm. right? But the concept feeds into your behavior. This is the sort of concept that exists in your mind. Mm. You may not be acting it out, but it's there in you at the back that it, a, a real man is this, mm. and people aspire for it. Some of the attitudes that the youth were asked to respond to. with regard to masculinity included it does not befit men to show emotional weakness by crying in public and it is okay for a man to stalk a woman he is fond of and a woman should not earn more than her husband 67% men said no it is not okay for men to cry in public that's 67 now men do cry do they do have emotions but it's not right for men to do that women can do that right. but not men right. so this is a marker of masculinity which people do now actually people might be crying mm-hmm. but in their minds that's not the right thing i've not done the right thing i should have done the right thing is to be stoic understood right 39% of men said that women deserve to be slapped sometimes for some reason I but see. it's okay to be slapped so these are all markers of masculinity right and and the, the one which is very comes very close to gargi college incident is that 54.8 or 55% of men mm. surveyed held the view that if you are wearing indecent clothes mm. sorry women might get raped or you might get sexually harassed right so that's terrible really to have such a view but i i'm curious to i'm curious to know one thing nandita you surveyed both men and women right yeah yeah what attitudes did you find in your women respondents 
with respect to masculinity that according to you were startling it was most startling to know that women also said that if you are not wearing decent clothes if you're wearing revealing clothes that you will be open or you will be inviting sexual harassment or rape. even women said that right even women said that men should not cry in public as per the report that's 39.2% of the women respondents on clothes and 79.2% on public display of emotion to be fair these attitudes are prevalent across all age groups and to possess such an attitude does not automatically mean that the youth is a perpetrator of violence or that the youth would readily accept violence being done to them however it is an indication that as long as such attitudes find social acceptance incidents like the gargi college violence will continue to happen it stems from the idea that there is an intrinsic difference between men and women and that difference translates to a difference in power we also asked nandita if there were any progressive attitudes and there were i have to say one thing that this youth though they gave a few answers which were terribly terribly traditional mm. and terribly terribly retrogressive mm. there were others which were very progressive mm. and i think we should also acknowledge that there are certain areas mm. in which youth have progressed yeah and that's also important that's why we called our survey um, big small steps right yeah what did so, what what uh-huh. were these areas what were these areas okay so the areas in which they show signs of progress mm-hmm. and more equality is that 85% of them said that they were aware of women's constitutional rights to equality okay. so it is not that the whole concept of equality is alien to them mm. yeah that they know it is there legally it is there in your constitution right they were also very aware of inheritance law they knew that women are now by law uh, can get inheritance that is a father's property right yeah they knew that dowry was wrong because the taking and giving of dowry is also an offense right and they knew that it is mandatory for all institutions workplace as well as colleges to have sexual harassment committees so right. they knew somewhere that if there is a committee and you can go to it well you're going to be hauled up right right Yeah, so they knew all these things. It wasn't that it was, you know, they were unaware. Hmm. So they were very progressive, extremely progressive on women's rights to earn a livelihood. Half the male respondents and over 77% of the female respondents disagreed with the attitude that women who focus on their careers are selfish. And therein lies the possibility of change. If you want to take a look at the report, visit aksharacenter.org. If you have any questions, do reach out to me at the Red Damini on Twitter. You can also leave your feedback at HT Smartcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.htsmartcast.com. Bye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast. 
I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.